Hi, I'm Mike Sklenz, and this is Nintendo World Report's Connectivity Podcast, Episode 64, King DDD's Empire Strikes Back. It's Kirby Week, so in the first half of our show, Scott, Zach, Kay, and Josh are going to have a big old Kirby discussion, and after that, Zach Miller is going to join Scott for a riff of a Kirby Right Back At You episode. Enjoy the show. everyone, and welcome to this segment of Connectivity that is going to celebrate Kirby. Uh, little 20th anniversary for the little uh, pink puffball, so we thought we'd talk all about our favorite Kirby games, what games would be better with Kirby, and the future of Kirby. Uh, today I'm joined by Zach Kaplan. Hi! Wow, that was actually pretty good. And uh, Josh Max. Yeah, I can't do that. I, oh man, I was hoping you were just going to nail it. <laughs> no, unfortunately I can't. My voice is far too deep. <laughs> that's fair that's fair maybe you could do a really good uh ddd i don't know what does he say aside well, from in the cartoon where he sounds <laughs> incredibly creepy yeah he's amazing in the cartoon and scott goon we gotta get that kirby i'm not even sure it's the right voice but i'm assuming it is it's close enough that was good <laughs> um so yeah we're gonna be talking a whole bunch about kirby um, I know Zach has been pushing for this Kirby cast for quite some time, and uh, at NWR this week, it's supposed to be Kirby week, so there, you can read some pretty cool articles there and see a, a cool video retrospective um, about Kirby, and uh, this podcast will tie into that. So we are going to start with our favorite Kirby games. Um, let's have Josh start first. Josh, what's your favorite Kirby game? My favorite Kirby game of all time? Of all time. I mean, 64. Kirby oh. 64, hands down. Tell us why. Um. Okay, well, it wasn't my first Kirby game, but it was on the... Even though most of the levels were uh, simple, like, platformer, you know, there wasn't really a lot of, uh, you know, like, exploration. It was more of a linear kind of gameplay. Um, it was still... The, the, power, the power game... Yeah, the power mechanic alone, mixing and matching the powers. Like, um... It, it made me keep coming back to the same levels over and over and over again, just so I could try to see like what powers did what. And as I've said before, this podcast, I started reading up on it and I finally found a little grid of everything that it does of all the little powers. Like, you know, there's fire, rock, ice, needle, bomb, electric, and boomerang, which is also a sword. And now I'm just looking at this, not giant, <laughs> but this big graph. And I'm remembering what all of them do and how amazing his attacks were and also how stupid half of them were. <laughs> yeah, there were there definitely were some duds in there. This is a game I don't really remember that much. I know I played it on the N64 at you know the time it came out. Um, but for some reason, it just doesn't stick with me. Maybe I, it just didn't do anything for me when I was younger. But I, I hear a lot of people say that it stands up and that it's very, very good. So it definitely makes me want to... Maybe download it on the virtual console and check it out. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, I'm about to say something that makes me feel very old, but I'm still okay with it. <laughs> okay. This is a game that I rented time and time again from Blockbuster. <laughs> I went to Blockbuster so many times just for this one game, and I'd have to beat it all over again. And then I stole it from one of my friends, and then he stole it back from me. And uh, I never <laughs> have actually owned this game, and it makes me so sad. But then, you know, I, but every time I get to play it, it just makes me so happy. I played it, like, last year again. Still mm -hmm. just as good as I remember. 
It's not um, an incredibly hard game, but the the thing is that the boss levels are so different from each other and the gameplay is so unique. It's not, you know, it's it's definitely its own game. Like it's not I don't play it and go, "Wow, this reminds me of No More Heroes." Like <laughs> this is definitely where No More Heroes got its start. It's its own game. It's its own Kirby game and it really used the the sucking and pa- power grabbing uh, really well. And it stands, it, so for me, it has withstood the test of time so far. I have been playing that for the first time on the Dream Collection, and I would agree it's very good, but it's not my favorite. If you say Air Ride, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm going to punch you through Skype. <laughs> well, I have, it's not Air Ride. Okay. What is it? So what, what is it? Oh. Yeah, I should probably tell that. Uh, well, first off, I just need to say, picking your favorite Kirby game is like picking your favorite child. But the thing is, children are kind of annoying, and I don't have them. So I have Kirby games. And if I had to pick one, it would be Mass Attack. Ooh, interesting choice. Yeah. I like it because there's 10 Kirbys, and that means it's 10 times better than all the other games because it has 10 <laughs> more Kirbys, or, well, 9 more Kirbys. Um, I also like it because it has some of the most fantastic music. Mm-hmm. If you've ever heard the main theme, Kirby Collecting, it's just, it's amazing. Uh, and finally, that was the first one I got when it came out, like the day and date it came out. Except I was still confused then. I was still more new to gaming. Well, I wasn't new to gaming, but new into the world of buying games on the day they came out. So I went to GameStop like three days in a row asking them, is Kirby... (laughs) Yeah. God, Zach, you're so fucking young. Yeah, right? Exactly. (laughs) I'm I'm only 32, so... Oh, dude, catch up. I'm like 45. (laughs) That's pretty amazing. So what, um, I mean, apart from just there being lots of Kirby's, like what, what is it about Mass Attack that just draws you to? I mean, just cause so much emotional tied to it since it was like the first game you went to GameStop every day to try to buy or, or... uh, well, I really like the gameplay of it's like Pikmin meets Kirby because you, you control 10 Kir- Kirby's with the touch screen and you flick them and to defeat the enemies. And I think it's different. Mm-hmm does something different instead of just sucking and blowing and sucking and blowing yeah so hey 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 there ain't nothing wrong with sucking and blowing (laughs) just saying that right here right now that's fine (laughs) (laughs) yeah no but i i totally agree with you um i mean like like a lot of kirby games actually um you know it does something just sort of unique and and different I think that's what's so great about it. And I think it was overlooked by a lot of people because it came out so late into the DS life cycle. Um, but it really is a fantastic game. It's a game I wouldn't mind seeing a sequel to, honestly. Um, and I will admit, like many games, many of my favorite games, I still haven't finished it. Yeah, that's true. I never beat that one either, actually. I got pretty far and then something else just came along. Um, but yeah, controlling the 10 Kirby's on the screen was great. And it was kind of cool how you'd have to kind of multitask sometimes, you know, you'd send a handful of your Kirby's to attack an enemy and then a handful, you know, to maybe go like grab a switch or grab something. And I mean, I love that there was the challenge of trying to get through without taking any damage. So basically you were ranked if you took any damage, then you dropped a rank. And if you let any Kirby's die completely, then you, you dropped another rank. 
one of the cutest animations in any video game is in Mass Attack when a Kirby dies, they have their angel wings and they turn gray and they're like praying or something and they float up to the sky. They float up to the sky and you have a chance you can throw more Kirby's at that angel to like bring it back down into the Kirby's body to keep yes. that Kirby alive. But yeah, if you let it get off screen then that Kirby's just gone and then you have to collect more and I think what you eat so much fruit and then you get a Kirby, is that how it works? Yeah, something like that. And but I will say, yes, that is pretty adorable. But is it more adorable than in Pokemon Yellow when Pikachu puts a bucket over its head? <laughs> I have no answer. Exactly. Because the young. answer is no. I'm too young. I played Pokemon Blue. I didn't have but, the money to buy all the versions. But but Yellow, it was... I. This isn't about Pokemon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get back to it. Scott, what do, what do you got? Oof. All right. Well, I've got, I kind of break it down into two different categories, I guess. So my favorite Kirby game when I was younger, um, is Kirby Superstar. Um, oh, yeah. that wow, game yeah. is so good. I mean, I mean, if you want classic, just Kirby platforming, you know, as it was in those, those first handful of years, that's, that's the game for you. Yeah. It's got everything. I mean, a ton of different game modes, um, just a lot of different things to do. And it's so, I don't know. It's just so well done. And even though it's all kind of the same formula, I mean, you're just Kirby moving from left to right. Each each game mode does feel kind of different. There's different things for Kirby to do, like whether you're uh, attacking Meta Knight's ship and then escaping, you know, before it explodes and stuff like that, or racing King Dedede and just different things like that, or collecting treasure uh, through, you know, a, a whole mode about collecting treasure. Um just very, very well done, and I love the Super Nintendo version, especially because of the two-player co-op. Oh, um, yeah. God, that like, takes me back. Yes, yes, it's so good, and, like, me and my cousin pretty much habitually once a year would play through that entire game. Like, we'd start a new record, unlock all the game modes, and then to finish things off once we unlocked everything, we'd play through the gauntlet in its entirety. Which that if is you don't know, hardcore. Yes, which, if you don't know, the gauntlet basically pits you against every single boss across all the different game modes, um, and you get like between bosses, you come back to a little hub, and I think you can. There's like three uh, tomatoes, and then I think each time there's like a different power up you can get, um, but it's random, and then like that's it, and then you just try to see how far you can get. And you it's so sir good. are a badass. <laughs> I try. I really do. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a really quick question, and I, yeah. I don't mean to, to cut off how amazing that the this you know all these Kirby games are, but no, um, go ahead. King, I won't say. How do you guys say his name? DDD, Day Day Day, Dum Dum Dum, Big Gay Dance. It's DDD. It's like, there's no question, it's DDD. It's definitely DDD? Yeah, I, I don't know what world you're living in. It's DDD. <laughs> I, in my world, like, there's never been I am an the argument walrus about is it. constantly playing, and I am in a Technicolor dreamscape. <laughs> well, pass the peace pipe to someone else. Because... Hey, 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 man. Peace and love. So I, I shouldn't call him dumb to dumb anymore. No, I no. hate him. Yeah, so much. I kind of hate him too. I mean, he's not really that great of a villain necessarily. He's not that like, great of a main of a helpful character in '64. You play as him a little bit, and he oh, sucks. Yeah, Kirby rides his back, and I'm like, you don't need to do this shit. You can just eat a rock and then turn into a giant hamster. <laughs> you like, are above this, sir. Exactly. What are you doing, riding? You're not a backpack, Kirby. Get off there. I mean, that's true. I never liked um, DDD. Like, I was always a bigger fan of Meta Knight 
And then even Marks, is that his name? The kind yeah, of crazy I, Joker-looking guy who flies around? Yeah, I know around? who you're talking about. I think his name yeah. is Marks. Um, I like them too more. I always thought of them as more like the real villains. Like, DDD just never really did anything for me. He's, he's like a buffoon villain. He's like Bowser, he but dumber. You're right. He is. I do love, I think in one of the uh, game modes in um, Superstar, though, you do fight him like in a wrestling ring, which is pretty cool. Yeah, all, no, all Mario and that, Luigi are in the background. That's right, they are. They're in the audience watching, yeah. All I know is that Meta Knight, that Kirby, who is one of the goofiest main characters Nintendo <laughs> has come out with, and it's, you know, it's true. He, he is, indisputably so. Um, he's definitely in the top five. He all, but he he has one of the coolest arch nemeses, nemesi, whatever arch nemesis is of all time, <laughs> which is Meta Knight, who. Yeah. In the games, admittingly, it doesn't, like, he's very mysterious. He doesn't really show up much. You don't know much about him, which makes everyone think that he's, like, this lone conspiracy. Like, he's this lone ranger. He's He works alone in the giant ship, even though he doesn't. And, you know, he has honor, and he's, like, this really, like, mysterious and really cool guy that no one knows anything about. But, sorry, I'm burping. I'm getting so <laughs> excited. I'm burping. And I and I admit it, I fall into that category where I think that that Meta Knight is this like awesome superhero that like you know you never let anyone get close to him. But no, honestly, like he's just this guy that shows up occasionally, kind of helps you out, or you kick his ass, and and that's about it. He's the Boba Fett of Kirby. Exactly. You know what? Yes, I agree with that. He's awesome, <laughs> but it's like I don't, but I don't want to know more about him. Like, I don't care how well his, his action figures are selling. I don't want to see anymore. Like, I don't want to know that Meta Knight's dad died and then he decided to become the new Meta Knight. Like, I don't it's stupid. <laughs> and they're going to show us his little, how, how DDD was really like this little kid and he got taken away from his mom. And then I'm just going to go watch this and go home and cry. And then my friends are going to make me see it again and I'll cry some more. And uh... So you're saying we don't need a Kirby prequel that shows like the formation of Dreamland. Guys, I hated the prequels. <laughs> I Fuck hated the you. Star Wars prequels. Are you, Wait, you serious? You like them? I I love them. Revenge of the Sith is the best Star Wars movie. Whoa! Uh, wow. Is, we need to do a segment when we're done recording this. I also had another point I wanted to bring up quickly, which is just: um, Do you guys agree that I was just thinking about it as we went through? We named our favorite Kirby games. Kirby games are actually pretty innovative. Yeah. Like yes. They all, they, there's one part of them. That is just new. That just it comes out of nowhere. Like most of them, you know, side scrolling action, except for like Air Ride. Most of them is from left to right. But there's always something new that a game hasn't done yet, or at least not a well known game has done, mm. and it brings it to the mainstream. And it always takes a little bit of a risk. And more often than not, it it comes through. Yeah. 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 No, I totally agree. I mean, apart from a few puzzle games, uh, you know, back like on the Super Nintendo and stuff. Yeah, I feel like in the past maybe 10 years or so, like Kirby's really branched out. I think starting with Canvas Curse. Um, and now, like, I, I don't know. Kirby can kind of just be anything you want him to be. It's like this is Nintendo's character to kind of really mess around with. Like, you don't see experimentation with Mario. But with Kirby, you know, they'll kind of try anything. So you have a game like Mass Attack. And you have a game like Canvas Curse. And you have a game which was my second favorite Kirby game, which is Epic Yarn. Which wasn't uh, originally wasn't even sure, a Kirby sure. game. Right, yeah, right. But 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 also, it's like, yeah, when Epic Yarn was announced and people were like, okay, a Kirby game with yarn, this is going to be fucking stupid. Right. I loved it. Oh, yeah. Like, and, th- and that's the thing. Like, he's like this. He's a character that can take on any form, and that's what his games are becoming. They're becoming a reflection of him. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, and I think that's very true of a lot of uh, um, Nintendo's games. And I think I just kind of wanted to bring this up because while we were talking, it just kind of hit me like why we're talking about Kirby. He, he really is like one of Nintendo's big names for a reason. And what's that reason? It's it's because of his innovation. It's because he's willing to take a risk. But it's still, you know, they, it's unlike Mario where it's like, okay, now we're going to throw Mario into space. And it's a good, it, don't get me wrong, I love Super Mario Galaxy and Super Mario Galaxy 2. I mm-hmm. do. But you're you're right. Like, they found something with Mario and they stick with it. And then they just throw mm-hmm. him into, like, racing games or tennis games or whatever. Sure. For fun. But they're, they're yeah. not, you know, hardcore Mario games. Right. Then you got Pokemon. Pokemon sticks to the same old... You know, same old, same old. I'm a, I'm a hardcore Poker nerd, Poker fan, whatever. And, but it's the same thing every game, and it just gets a little bit better each time. Yeah. Or a little bit worse, depending on which, who you're talking to. And then you got, like, you know, Metroid Prime, which pretty much follows the same formula, and then it takes a radical change, and then it sticks to that formula, and then it takes another radical change, and it, it sticks to that formula. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got Legend of Zelda, which is... Well, no, it's it's like mario but it's also it gets way more innovative sure which uh, which i i don't know i believe and that's why i like zelda a little bit more than mario right but it's still familiar yes exactly it's still the the formula never changes it's just kind of how you interact with that formula exactly but it is um but they always like with mario galaxy they're like okay we have physics and black holes and we have space and we have you know whatever's and we have little planets and big planets and jumping from planet to planet but it's always essentially it's like, you know, 64, it was like Super Mario, like, you know, um, uh, uh, on the 3DS, or on the DS, I'm sorry, wow. Um, <laughs> and it was it was like that, but it was still essentially the same thing. But with Zelda, they introduced, like, you know, the Hook Beetle, which I lo- which was my favorite part of Skyward Sword. Right. Which is sad. Uh, in, you know, but it's, for, if you look, for, if you go play from Wind Waker to Skyward Sword, which I did actually the weekend of, um, it's a radically different game pieces or parts of gameplay but the same basic formula right and but i mean now we go back to kirby which is why we're here which is why we're gathered this or this triad um (laughs) (laughs) the order of the triad for all you venture (laughs) brothers fans exactly um but the reason that we're here is kirby who has bits of where he came from like there there are there's always parts of the original kirby in each new game but in each new uh uh, um, form he takes, uh, there's something radically different in, in each game, like from Kirby 64 to Kirby Air Ride, or from you know, uh, Return to Dreamland, and what was the one that came after that? I'm totally blanking out. After Return to Dreamland, yeah. Has there been a Kirby game since Return to Dreamland? Just the Dream Collection. Oh, okay. Then never mind. Then just okay. But still, <laughs> <laughs> my point still stands. <laughs> And I just, I don't know, and I mean, I think I think it's definitely worth saying, maybe not, we don't have to discuss it any further, because I've been rambling for the last 10 minutes, but <laughs> I think it's definitely worth mentioning and appreciating the fact that this mainstream Nintendo character takes such big leaps, as opposed to, like, you know, Donkey Kong, who goes Donkey Konga and then claims it's a Donkey Kong game. Right. You know? Well, I Nintendo... Re- Nintendo really thinks Kirby's big, too. That's why in Nintendo Land, they put Takamara's Ninja Castle. <laughs> Instead of any Kirby game. Yeah, poor Kirby. Yeah, I mean, poor Kirby, but it's like, what Nintendo Land game would he have had? Yeah. I'm kind That's of, true. I mean, I say that kind of jokingly, but also, like, what could it have been? 
Yeah, I don't know. You could have done with Balloon Trip, you could have done Kirby instead, where he's just kind of floating in the news when to kind of push him along. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, you could do that. No, no, you couldn't, because he is, he always has to exhale and then inhale. Yeah, I get, well, I don't, yeah, I guess you're well, right. You're right, you're right. right. But still, they could have fit him in there if they wanted to, but no, I, I totally agree with you. I, I think, I think Kirby's just the franchise that Nintendo gets to kind of experiment with and try new ideas. I don't know if it's, as it's a, like, I mean, really, I mean, it's a smaller franchise compared to some of Nintendo's others, you know, especially lately where, Apart from, well, no, even like Return to Dreamland and Epic Yarn. I mean, those were kind of smaller projects, I would say. Um, yeah, in the so grand scheme of things, yeah, I totally agree with that. Right. So it gives a chance for, you know, some of the, the people at Nintendo to, the, the bright minds to kind of come in and do something unique. Um, yeah. And for the most part, I think it really works. I think a lot of people were let down by Return to Dreamland um, after sort of just how amazing Epic Yarn was. Did yeah. you guys both play Return to Dreamland? Yes. I did not. What did you think about it, Zach? Uh, I really liked it. I mean, it was return to form. It was definitely... Yes. It, it was a, It was just like what you would expect if you had just played like Kirby's Adventure. Yeah. But it was good. I mean, uh, if you ask some people, they'll, they'll say they hate it because it's not like a Kirby game because it's not completely different from everything else. And if you ask some people like <coughs> Sterling, you know, they'll say it's amazing, <laughs> but... I want to say it's the best Kirby game, but it was good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Just kind of weird. I don't know that anyone was begging for, like, a classic Kirby game, but that's fine. I mean, they can go back to that from time to time. But it, it is tough to follow Epic Yarn. Is anyone is, is anyone ever really begging for a Kirby game? I am. <laughs> well, there well, we go. I, I, I gotta shut up now. <laughs> Zach's a, a Kirby super fan, that's for sure. Um, but for the most part, I don't think so. I don't think anyone, like, is ever, like... You know, no, the Wii U didn't come out, and then they were like, okay, great, the Wii U's out, but when is the Kirby game coming? You know, like, that's yeah. when the Wii U's really here. I mean, no one's... Like, there, think... there, there are never any, like, Kirby rumors, like, oh, man, this next Kirby game is going to be, like, open world. You're right. You're going to be able to keep those powers, put them in your shed, and you're going to get Meta Knight's whole background, and then I'm going to cry, and it's Kirby Episode 1. Yeah. The, Met, the Meta Menace. The Meta Menace. This Beautiful. Is just, I, now I'm going to be making Star Wars references all night. <laughs> it's what we've come to. Ladies, I'm single. <laughs> For a reason. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> let's, um, let's move on from, from favorite Kirby games, I think. Um, I think we've. We've exhausted that topic, and we're going down some dark avenues here that we may never recover from. <laughs> and Josh, this is for your future family. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and shift shift gears here. That's fine with um, me. Just for fun, real quick, um, before we move on to our, our pretty much our main second topic, uh, Zach proposed something before we started recording earlier in the week, and that was what what game would be better with Kirby in it? And then Josh kind of expanded on that and wondered if we could just even say movies. Um, which is fine. Les Mis. Okay. Les Mis with Kirby. Just he, he inhales the entire cast and just goes to town. Okay. The end. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. That was my one joke. Now for now for the seriousness. Now for a Star Wars reference. Um yes. now, Zach Zach, you proposed the topic, so I have a feeling you've got your game picked out. And you even sent me a, a picture in the email thread, so I don't know if that's your serious game or not, but why don't you go while I try to rack my brain real quick and think of what would be better with Kirby? 
Well, first off, uh, with mentioning Lamez, if we're going to say movies based on musicals, I'd have to say Sweeney Todd, because if we just had Kirby just slitting people's throats and making them into pie, I think that'd be... That 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 would be something. It does Touché, work. Touche, sir. Touche. Uh, for games, uh, Metal Gear Solid would work really well because I just think <laughs> he he sticks out so much that he would have the length the ugh, the length he would have to go to would be extreme yeah. to sneak by. Um, I also think like Assassin's Creed would be interesting. Okay. Oh, hold on, hold on. And Grand Theft Ga- Auto. God of War. <laughs> God of, God of War, War. with God Kirby. of War would be interesting. Like Big I would just like to see those, action those, game. Exactly. I like to see those like those cutscenes where he's like, uh, I killed my family. And just <laughs> see like Kirby with like his little shoes, I guess, behind him because he doesn't have knees, but he's like on the ground crying and just like so much pain is on his like little like soulless <laughs> eyes. I think the um the quick time sex scenes though would have to be replaced with like Kirby in bed with just a bunch of food. And then like <laughs> the camera shifts to the right and you're just like pressing mashing X and he's just like gorging himself on this food and then the camera comes back and the bed's just empty. Yes. That's, that seems oh. appropriate. <laughs> oh man. That's 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 wonderful. Um we talked about it a little bit before we started recording, but I think a Pokemon game with Kirby as an Easter egg would be so awesome. I mean, Josh, you pointed out it would basically just be Ditto, which it is fine. Just, they could it, just it, except Kirby doesn't have sex with everyone. That's the right. only difference. He just eats food in bed. Um, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean you could even just give him like Ditto's well, I guess Ditto doesn't really have a, a move set. He just has the one thing. So that'd be well, I mean he easy. has a move yeah. set. That's one move. <laughs> yeah, it's a move piece. Um, I guess. So, yeah, that would be pretty sweet if you could get some Easter egg where, like, Ditto's just replaced with Kirby, just the sprite, and then, yeah, that would be great. Um, as far as other things better with Kirby, I'd like to see Kirby appear in some more of the, like, Nintendo, uh, titles, like, uh, I don't know, like Mario Kart, Mario Tennis, and things like that would be kind of fun. Oh, I I brought up Mario Kart on a certain Nintendo website. I won't name it, and I was completely destroyed. My idea. They were saying, "Oh, it's stupid. Kirby wouldn't make sense." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "What the hell are you guys talking about? Kirby's good <laughs> in anything." Listen, I'm okay with any game that Kirby just has to run in, because since he doesn't have <laughs> knees. It's the funniest thing for me to like. I I never walk in a Kirby game. I've never walked. If I hadn't, if I can run, I'm double tapping that that directional button so hard. Yeah, just because he's the funniest thing. He's a ball that has feet, but no legs <laughs> and no joints. It's true. And That's so, I love if I can throw him into like the the Olympic Games, I guess, or like if it was just if I could, uh, what was that? Quap. If I can just clop <laughs> with him, I would be so happy. <laughs> well, there you go. It's been a long day, guys. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Scott, do you want to say yours? Or did you just say them? Well, I guess I kind of came up with, a, I think, a few more realistic choices than what you guys came up with. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of other, like, cool, like, applications you could do for, for Kirby. Um, but I guess that kind of leads into our next topic. So I think let's go ahead and shift to that.
enough of this enough of this foolishness. Um let's let's talk future of Kirby. Let's talk about what's next for Kirby. Um I, I guess I can go ahead and start. And what I'd love to see more than anything is just Epic Yard 2 on the Wii U. I think that would be gorgeous. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> so, oh. uh, so we just went from saying how innovative Kirby is to going to having a sequel, a direct sequel to a Kirby game. Yeah, yes, because they'd have to still make it innovative. No, they wouldn't. I would totally be fine with it. I know. I mean, you know, don't just keep making Epic Yarn games, but I would love Epic Yarn in HD. I, I think I mentioned it in my you know section I wrote in the review for Nintendo Land, but playing um Ninja Castle in Nintendo Land and seeing everything kind of like origami and like made out of cardboard and paper, like it got me so excited for an HD Epic Yarn. Um I don't care, just release Epic Yarn in HD. That's fine. <laughs> an HD collection of Epic Yarn. Like I'll that's good enough for me. Um but I just think it would look so incredible. And the game really was fun. I mean it was lighthearted. You couldn't die. Um, yeah. It was great to play co-op with my girlfriend. We played the entire thing. And, um, yeah, yeah I, I that would did be that great. too. There that's you go. How, that's how I got my girlfriend at the time into video games. And now, ladies, that could be you as well. Come on over. Let's get some <laughs> epic yarn together. That's not well, an innuendo at all. And what would be great for Josh now is they could play on the gamepad and then have Star Wars on in the background. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, but, well, I don't, have, I don't have a Wii U yet. Oh, you don't? No, I don't. Oh, I, I don't have the money for it. Never mind, ladies. That's, don't waste that's, your time. That's not no, 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 no. Ladies, waste your time and your money on me. <laughs> I'll gold dig. I'm, I have no I have no pride to lose. I have no shame. I, I need it. I only have a 3DS now. Josh will start a uh, Kickstarter tomorrow, so you can look for that when this episode posts. Yup. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> ladies, but, um, buy Josh a Wii U. Yeah, only ladies. I don't accept credit cards from men. <laughs> He'll check the name. <laughs> men are scum. Um, but uh, back back to the... We keep getting so off topic. I, uh, this is great. Uh, this is a great combination we got here. Um, but, I mean, I want an Epic Yarn too because Epic Yarn was a great game. It was yeah. long enough as is. Like I, did, I wouldn't want like another patch. Like I wouldn't just want like a continuation. I would want a new Epic Yarn game with the same Epic Yarn physics, but in like... At the very least, a new story, maybe a new cooperative mode. Like, using the yarn to to pick things up from far away was, was really cool. But, like, I, the reason it's innovative is because we've never thought of these. Like, like Scott and I are saying that we want an Epic Yarn 2, but we don't just want another Epic Yarn. Like, we want the Epic Yarn in HD, but with something we haven't thought of. Because before Epic Yarn came out, it never even crossed any of our minds that an Epic Yarn could exist. Right. Like, if you asked this a year beforehand, well, not a year because it was announced, but, like, before <laughs> it was announced, um, if, if, like, if somebody went, hey, guys, I'm thinking of making a game where Kirby's in a world full of yarn, we would go, shut up and go jump off a cliff. That's stupid. <laughs> and now that it's out, we're like, this is, a, this is a legitimately a great game, and we would love to see more of it. So I don't know how they could make it better, but I'm sure that, the, you know, the, the guys in Nintendo are, they're there for a reason. And the guys who work on a Kirby game are working on it for a reason. They're not just throwing guys in there who they think wouldn't be great on Pokemon. Yeah. Like I don't. So I don't know how it could be more innovative or how it could be different. But I'm. I mean, I would want that same kind of world. But again. And, yeah, I wonder. And, and I wonder. Thing, oh, sorry. 
No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, and I was going to say the same thing about uh, Kirby 64. I'd like to see not a direct sequel, but something like that. Maybe make the uh, the power grid larger. Uh, mm-hmm. Make them do different things. But I mean, just using keeping the same side scroller um, mechanic, and then you know the, the enemies with different properties, and some of them don't do anything. Mini boss battles, boss battles. You know, but you know, again, HD, like being able to play on the gamepad. Like I think that would be a really great step for Kirby to take. Uh, a slight return to form, although you know, not completely at all. Sure. Uh, and uh, you were saying, Scott? Uh, what was I saying? I don't know. Something about Epic Yarn. It's just great. <laughs> it, it is great. <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, oh, I just wondered too if they could utilize the um, the gamepad in some kind of creative way. Um, I was playing the Rayman demo that just came out the other day. And I love playing two-player with that with one person on the gamepad. Like, it really kind of changes the game, and it gives something fun for the second player to do while still being involved. You know, I feel like New Super Mario Brothers. U, Boost when you're the, yeah, when you're the gamepad player, it's like, oh, great. Like, you can make blocks for players to, you know, be able to reach higher areas, I guess. But that's not really super fun. But with Rayman, I mean, not Unless not you're only, an asshole. Sure, yeah, and you just kill your friends. Yeah, and that's yeah, fine. Which is which is what I did to Neil every time we played it at a demo. <laughs> Beautiful. And that's why you and Neil are no longer on speaking terms. Nope, that's why he's not here right now. <laughs> he refused. Um, but yeah, so just some cool implementation like that, because Rayman does a lot of great things. I mean, you can attack enemies, you can, um, the little, I don't even know the name of them, but the little items you collect um, throughout the level, I mean, the gamepad player can touch them to make them worth double, um, you control platforms and stuff for the uh, the character to keep moving along. It's just really well done, and it'd be cool if the if they could do something with that too. Not even necessarily within the Epic Yarn framework. I mean, any any Kirby game on Wii U would be cool with something like that, like a asynchronous two player mode. Yeah, well, no, I I agree with you one hundred percent. Well, but, I oh, yeah, go, go, go ahead, Zach. What no, do you, got? you go. No, no, that's I was just gonna say, Zach. What do you got? So all right, well, I have two ideas. I'll go over the first quickly. First one would be something like Super Mario 64. Just any Kirby 3D platformer would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but And it would work well on 3DS, especially with the 3D. But yeah. I think it would be interesting, like, instead of uh, Peach's Castle, it's King DDD's Castle. And you go, through, you go through portraits that bring you to different Dreamland environments and stuff. I mean, any game would work with that formula. Originally, uh, Ocarina of Time was going to be in a castle, so... Yeah. Yeah. But my second thing, it's not very specific, but I want something, a Kirby game that's all about, like, and I'm not joking here, the emotions it creates in you and just, like, you you would play it and it, it would be one of those games that could make you cry. Like, you mean, like, I'm, Journey? Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to bring that up. I have not played Journey. I do not own a PlayStation 3. And I am sure if I played it, I would love it. But I am so sick. Of hearing about people saying, <laughs> no, no, you, you you can laugh, but I am so sick of hearing, oh, Journey is the greatest game of all time. It creates so much emotion. Or then we're seeing, uh, uh, what's that game with the guy in, it's like in <laughs> America, and it's like there's some chick. In- You're describing a lot of games right now. Yeah, yeah. Keep narrowing it down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And there's like... Okay, well, anyways. And it's well, not there's... Metal Gear. No, 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 keep going. I want to I follow this rabbit hole. <laughs> so far it's, we know it's it's not Sleeping Dogs. We it's, can eliminate it's that. It's Ken Levine's game. I think that's his name. Oh, like Bioshock? 
Yeah, the new Bioshock. Okay, like, Bioshock Infinite. Okay. Yeah, oh, okay. everyone's all like, oh, you watch the trailer and you see so many emotions and whatever. And then same thing with The Last of Us. Everyone's like, oh, sure. it's all about survival. And yeah. like, when you kill someone, you're going to think about it and you're <laughs> going to feel bad about it. Oh, it's and, like Walking Dead. Yeah. Well, I want I want a Kirby game. I want Nintendo to have a game on their platform that they can say, you know, hey, look here, assholes. You can play all your little indie games and all your not-so-indie games. But, and we have Kirby. And Kirby <laughs> Kirby has emotions. And it'd be like Kirby maybe in a post-apocalyptic dreamland. And it'd be like a mix of zombie you, like where he would have to survive, even though it wasn't a zombie apocalypse, but he'd have his own safe house. And he would go to different locations and he would have to survive off of the land. And he would occasionally meet characters, but it'd be about the journey Kirby takes and the characters he meets, and it would just make you cry. And I'm not joking about this. I would really like a story-driven Kirby game. Wow. that You are an ambitious dreamer, Zach yeah. Kaplan. I will say that about you. You want, like, Heavy Rain with Kirby. <laughs> yeah, essentially. The reason Jason! <laughs> Kirby! Was, was Kirby. it press X, press X to Jason? Have you yeah, heard exactly. that song? It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, you, you, Zach, you basically want a game where it's like when Kirby eats a, a Waddle Dee, like, there's like a flash sideways where you see, like, him, like, leave that day, like, leave his family and, like, go to work and, like, just, just his whole life before you just mercilessly Esse- ate him. Essentially, <laughs> it's like the world is dead. There's 50 Waddle Dees, King Dedede, and Meta Knight, and you have to defeat these giant monsters, and you have to talk to each of these Waddle Dees and Dedede and Meta Knight before you absorb them and use their powers for 10 minutes and then never see them again. And and it's like, you know, you'll have to, like, is that kind of what you're thinking? Like Shadow the Colossus with Kirby. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean, but we laugh because um, Kirby is naturally, it's not it's not a story-driven thing. It's not an emotion-driven thing. Don't, don't be wrong. I'm not saying that it's completely emotionless, because it's not. There is a sense of pride. There is a sense of uh, joy. There's a sense of frustration that comes with every Kirby game. But it's not as, as story-driven as Legend of Zelda. If I may, if I may go to that extreme, um, and and that's why I I half agree with you that I would like to see it, but the other half of me, this is going to sound terrible, just doesn't care because, <laughs> well, I mean, no, because it's, it's Kirby games aren't story driven. Like if you bring out like the the like the opposite happened with Zelda or Zelda's archery practice or whatever it was. The, oh yeah, yeah. Cro- crossbow training. There we go. Crossbow. Archery practice. It might as well have been called yeah, exactly crossbow <laughs> training, which is something that didn't sell. It sold, but it didn't sell well because no one really, really, really cared about it. So it, wasn't it came with the zapper. It came yeah, exactly. with the zapper. That's which, why the zapper is awesome. But it it just was a an action driven game for a story driven series. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, there's been a little bit of Kirby story lately. Like, I mean, Epic Yarn, you have, you know, Kirby getting trapped in this yarn world and helping this this prince made of yarn to, like, escape, basically. I mean, it's not much, but it's there. And oh, yeah, even, I mean, it's, even, it's as much as any Mario game. Right. And even Return to Dreamland has, like, a little bit of a twist. I mean, spoilers for Return to Dreamland, I guess. But, like, <laughs> you um, you know, there's a guy, I, I can't really remember the specifics of it, Zach. You might know more than I do or remember more than I do. But, like, there, there's basically this, like, kind of NPC who's guiding you. And then, like, in the very end, I think, like, he betrays you, if I'm not mistaken. And, like, almost leaves you, like, stranded to die. And then you have to get back to him and defeat him. Uh, see, right? I think Return to Dream Man might also be in the list of games I've never finished. Okay, okay, so you might not know. But I'm pretty sure, people, listeners, 
Tell me I'm right. I'll look it up on Wikipedia later, but I'm almost positive that happens. And then you have to like get back to, to dreamland and, and stop this guy who you thought was good all along, like who you were trying to help um, in some way. So a little bit, but I think it's going to stay in the stable of Mario where I don't think you'll ever get a, a story driven game for better or worse. I mean, even if it wasn't serious, like it wasn't a the last of us or any of that stuff, yeah. like after watching some of the episodes of the Kirby anime, just to see an a game that takes place in the world of the Kirby anime in Cappy Town, and you would explore the town, and you would take different missions and stuff, I think mm-hmm. that would be cool. Just to see, because all the inhabitants of the town have their own personalities, and just, I thought, I think that'd be interesting. Yeah. Well, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I could say, I don't know if they'll revisit that exact town now, because I'm pretty sure, I mean, the anime's over, right? But yeah. I could see something hopefully. where maybe they tried to hopefully. Oh, oh, you shut up. <laughs> Which, by the way, later, um, Josh, you don't know about this, but um, there's a we're going to do a riff track for a um, episode of the Kirby cartoon. It's following this segment on this podcast right now. Did so. you already record it? We recorded it yesterday. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. I, if I knew you hated the show that much, I would have had you on because it was just me and um, me and Zach Miller. But oh, I would have. And I wasn't destroyed wanted. it. There was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zach, I just I think I think you're too much of a Kirby fan to to talk shit about the Kirby show. You would have just defended it the whole time. That would have been funny, but Hey guys, <laughs> S. Cargoon is like that way because his parents hated him. <laughs> Every day he came home and his parents threw salt in his eyes. <laughs> oh man. The the episode we did too is called um DDD's Snow Job. Which oh, is, a, which is oh, a, I think it's a play on blowjob. Like I don't get it. It's very, very weird. Well, and they did, even met a night. Have a girlfriend? Or no, he, he he has his snail friend. Um, but then uh, at some point in the episode, uh, Meta Knight even says it. He he refers to it as a snow job, and I just don't I don't understand how that possibly got in the show. But there you um, go. Meta Knight's also Mexican, amazing. so and that's it amazing. is anime, so anything that's can true. happen. That's true. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! I want to defend anime. But there's no way I can defend anime. <laughs> so I'm just going to stop right there. <laughs> All right, we've gone way, way off track here. Um, let's, I guess let, let's kind of wrap things up here. Does, does anyone have anything they'd like to say about Kirby? His 20th anniversary, where he's been, where he's going, anything like that? Yeah, sure. I, I, oh, go ahead. Well, go ahead, Zach, and then we'll yeah. go to Josh. If I could just speak to Kirby from, you know... A completely heterosexual male speaking to a completely something pink puff ball. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> there you go. Zach, out of curiosity, what was the first Kirby game you played? You're obviously much younger than us. I mean, it wasn't Mass Attack, was it? No. Uh, mm, I, do, I do not know. I really, I don't. Is this the first time you're playing through a lot of the older games now that yeah. you have the collection? Okay. Yeah. Because I started becoming a serious gamer, like, a year before the 3DS came out. Okay. And then I, when I started becoming a serious gamer, I learned, like, way too much about gaming. And that's why I know all this useless crap now. <laughs> it was always that great period where you just went to, like, research as much as you possibly can. Yeah. Um. So, Josh, what, what do you have to say about Kirby? Whoa, what do I have to say about Kirby? 
I say that like I'm going to rip him a new one, but I'm not. <laughs> like um, we're going to roast him. Exactly. Like, son of a bitch. Like, let me, let me just put on my Link hat. All right, let me tell you about the first time I met this bastard. <laughs> Apparently, uh, at this point, Link is a Brooklyn sailor. <laughs> yeah. I always envisioned him. That's why he, he's Mario he talk. in the Super Mario Super Show. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, no, I, I have a lot of respect towards Kirby, and everyone has worked on the Kirby franchise. For a lot of the reasons that I harped on before, and I won't go into all that again. If you really want to hear it again, just rewind. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, but, you know, he's he's he reinvents himself to a degree with every game, and I appreciate that because in a landscape of Space Marines uh, hiding behind uh, chest level walls and uh, aliens trying to destroy Earth and uh, cars being stolen and and plumbers getting stars and it's and it's a lot of the same over and over and over again. It's really refreshing to see that one very prominent figure in, in the video game industry and one uh, figure that's been around for now you know twenty years is still bringing something new to the table each time. Not just by going, "Hey guys, now Kirby's blue." It's you know saying. We're we're bringing in an entirely new Kirby, mm. and I appreciate that to no end. Um, that's why I'm a I'm a big Kirby fan. I'm not a huge Kirby fan, but I'm a big Kirby fan. I'll always at least try to pick up every game of his that comes out. I'll at least give it a shot. Um, and he's been around for twenty years, and hopefully, I'm, this is going to sound cliche. Hopefully, he'll be around for twenty more. There you go. Although well, no more spoken. anime, no more <laughs> anime. Fair enough. <laughs> And then um, I guess I'll just say that, you know, uh, the first game I talked about was, um, you know, Kirby Superstar, and I've got a lot of memories of playing that as a kid, and um, I just know, regardless of what, you know, how you're playing with Kirby, I just know in a few years' time, it's a series I'll be able to sit down and play with my daughter now, you know, who's nine months old uh, in three days, and I just know in a few years when she starts playing games, that that's a series we'll be able to enjoy, whether it's the old stuff, you know, whatever new stuff is ahead. Um, and I look forward to that. And I, I agree with you, Josh, that Kirby's just a great series that seems to continue to evolve. It's not a superstar series, you know, it's not a Mario, it's not a Zelda, but it just feels like it's always going to be there doing something kind of new and yet still feeling kind of familiar and, and nostalgic at the same time. And I think we can, can all be happy for that. And like you said, here's to another, uh, another 20 years and maybe an epic yarn sequel for Lucky. Yes. So there you go. All right. Well, thanks, Zach. Thanks, Josh, for being here. It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, totally. Um, you, the listener out there uh, in the talkback thread, tell us about Kirby. I mean, what are your Kirby memories? What did you play first? What's your favorite game? Uh, and what's on the horizon for Kirby? We'd, uh, we'd love to hear it. So, All right. Well, thanks, guys. And um, we'll be back with that uh, riff track that we just mentioned a little bit earlier. Bye. <laughs> Bye. That's a name you should know Kirby, Kirby, Kirby He's the star of the show He's more than you think He's got maximum pink Kirby, Kirby, Kirby's the one He comes right that child He comes right that child Give it all that you got Take a very best shot Cause then you're right back That's for sure Yeah How can I help you, King DDD? I need a monster to claw But I dare Kirby That's what we do best at NME You better get it With a money-back guarantee Yeah, the state of the
Welcome to this segment of Connectivity, and that is right, we are back with another riff track type segment. Uh, today it's just myself and Zach Miller. Woo! Woo! And uh, we are going to be riffing an episode of the Kirby Right Back At You television series. I guess I should say Right Back At Ya, not you. Yeah. Um, Get it this, right. Thank you. Yeah, my, my mistake. Sorry, Kirby. Um, this episode wanted to go a little bit Christmas themed, so it's um, episode 18. It's called um, DDD Snow Job. Just, just wrong on so many levels. Um, yeah, if you just search on YouTube, you can find it. I just searched Kirby right back at you Christmas, assuming there'd be some kind of Christmas episode, and it was the very first thing that came up. Um, it's by user Nick65. That's Nick60, all spelt out, and then just the number five. So that's the one you want to find on YouTube, and then you will sync this up. What we're going to do is in a second here, we'll tell you to pause this, and then start the YouTube video. And then you need to press play on this again. As soon as the female character goes, ah, it's like five <laughs> seconds into the clip. She finds like a rock or something and apparently finds it very interesting. Um, and yeah, so just press play on this as soon as she says that. And we should be all synced up and, uh, you know, adjust if you need to. But I think we'll be good to go. And um, yeah, so right now, pause this track. Well, yep, we're about five seconds in. and I'm already completely terrified of what's going on. <laughs> Yes, that's our hero, ladies and gentlemen. Kirby's such a moron. <laughs> I'm just upset he's not wearing his swimming goggles. It's <laughs> like a omission there. And building a, your castle on a cliff like that can't be structurally sound or up to no, code. No. I said, I said. Yeah, not exactly the kind of voices I'd associate with a penguin and a slug, but sure, let's go with it. <laughs> I wish this episode was called An Inconvenient Brute. <laughs> wow, this shit's like the Beatles compared to the Super Mario Super Show theme. <laughs> It's no Pokemon theme song. Oh no, nothing ever is. I'm sorry, Zach, did you change it to Digimon while I wasn't looking? <laughs> it's a crossover. Yeah. Wait, I didn't get his name. Wow, he is right in front of that TV. I hope this healthcare plan includes a vision. <laughs> well, we've switched from hand-drawn to CG animation. <laughs> abruptly. <laughs> 
Yeah, not the uh, smoothest transition there. <laughs> no. How cute. It's one of the dragons from Bubble Wobble. <laughs> I've shit out bigger ass dragons than this. <laughs> God, having a snail as your henchman is worth it. <laughs> well, that went south quickly. <laughs> Why do the residents of Dreamland all look like fingers with faces drawn on them? <laughs> they kind of do. <laughs> oh god, this is going to wreak havoc on Dreamland's summer candy harvest. <laughs> I feel like Lolo and Lala should be building blocks out of that sand. <laughs> it's all they know. Zach, is there a similar confusion in Alaska when people see grass underneath the melted snow for the first time? Oh yeah, we don't know what it is. <laughs> Start eating it. <laughs> Oh, thanks, Einstein. <laughs> Man, all this research, if only she knew someone who literally ate snowmen and gained their abilities. Oh my god, is Meta Knight Mexican? No me gusta. <laughs> Wait a second, does everyone in Dreamland live in a castle? Yeah, and, and this is what my art looks like today. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Uh, director, sir, we're under our minimum running time by about 15 seconds. What do we do? Put in a shot of every single character muttering in surprise, of course. <laughs> oh my god, is this show preaching pink puffball bird marriage to our children? Disgusting. It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Tweety. Kirby is a retarded Pikachu. <laughs> you know, I'm happy we have this bird around. This show really needed more inexplicable characters.
Wow, they set up that stuff pretty quick, considering they had no idea what snow was five minutes ago. <laughs> like that they all have scarves and winter clothes, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever these things are, they're creepy. <laughs> Very much so. They kind of remind me of the forest spirits from Princess Mononoke. Oh, I can see that, yeah. Really? That, that's the voice we want to go with? I don't think there's ever been an era where that guy wouldn't have been beaten up in high school. <laughs> Snowboard kids! <laughs> what a good game. I don't even know why Kirby is in this show. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You know, if you're an evil tyrant looking for a way to quiet the proletariat masses, free snowboards isn't the worst way to go. <laughs> God, snow jump. Uh, I love it. And Meta Knight played there by Puss in Boots. Huh, if only he could fly or something. <laughs> <laughs> His first words. <laughs> And love was born that cold winter day. That bird's gonna be pissed. <laughs> Oh, God. Chili's going to lose his shit if he tries to go all existential with them. Snow falls from the sky, but where does the man come from, man? <laughs> In case it wasn't clear by the fact that we just threw snowballs at you guys. <laughs> Include me out? Sure, we'll involve you alone. <laughs> I believe this is how the Civil War was fought. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha. 
A snowball fight with a snowman is pretty much a circle jerk, right? <laughs> oh, so Chili is a sleeper sleeper agent after all. This is my homeland type shit. <laughs> Think of your bird husband, Kirby. <laughs> Look, Chili, water. <laughs> I don't really think there's any way Kirby can just not be adorable. <laughs> it's like that scene in the Peter Jackson King Kong. <laughs> I think after this, Chili's going to take Kirby to an overpass and throw a dummy onto the highway. <laughs> yeah, right back at you, Chili. Yeah, what is he doing? <laughs> Hiding the body. <laughs> Yay, the evil murdering snowman is still alive. <laughs> no, this is getting awkward. Kirby has to explain to her what BDSM is. <laughs> For fuck's sake, they really are married, aren't they? <laughs> this threesome's gonna get gross. I'm going to my mother's! <laughs> <laughs> Takari. That's what they call it. I got its basic instinct. <laughs> Chili can't kill. Chili love. <laughs> By which we mean stabbed you through the heart. 
<laughs> brutally murdered you in your home. <laughs> well, 75% of snowman-related murders occur in the bedroom. <laughs> that's just a known fact. Okay, that's definitely a Pokemon, right? <laughs> it leveled up. <laughs> This weird CG monster. <laughs> I see it, I see it! Imagine you've had to remind every hero to use his one innate power or skill. Web, Spider-Man! Use your web! <laughs> Superman, you should fly! <laughs> fly us out of here! <laughs> well, that's cute. <laughs> We just have a Mennonite show. <laughs> Dios mio! <laughs> oh, no fucking around, but that's just pretty adorable. <laughs> Kirby got Ice Buster! <laughs> <laughs> really? Is that what he is? <laughs> sure, sure. Or maybe you could just cut the shit out of him with your sword? <laughs> no? Not an option? Cut his belly open, and then Kirby can get in there and freeze him. Plus, and you can always say, and I thought he smelled bad on the outside. Uh. Kirby kind of reminds me of the kid from The Wizard. Smells like a tauntaun in here. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, Kirby killed a dragon who was brought here against his will and was simply acting in his nature. Yeah! <laughs> Oh, wow, that's okay. Oh, there's CG again. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to draw ice blocks? 
chumps. And all the melted snow created a flood so severe that every resident of Dreamland drowned and washed out into the sea from whence they came. The end. But doesn't that mean... <laughs> bum bum bum. Aww. <laughs> oh, that's just precious. Here, hide under this bucket. That way we don't have to watch. I do, th I, I do think I agree with Kirby. I think it's better to let him die an honorable death alone out at sea. Oh, he'll be okay. No one has a freezer or anything? Oh, what the hell? Isn't this a kid's show? Yes, it's never too early to teach children about the futility of existence and reinforce the fact that we can never overcome our fate. Hooray, Kirby! <laughs> well, that show ended on a happy note. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Merry Christmas, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> Bet you'll never watch the Frosty show in the same way again. <laughs> well, Zach, thank you for so so much for being here. Of course. And thank you everyone for listening. And um, we'll be back another time doing another one of these about who knows which show. We'll be right back at ya. There you go. Mm. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes, and if you've got any listener mail, please send it to connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com. Thank you.